You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In all of its glory, we all have a memory, we all have a story. Was there an understudy, or did the show stop? Did you see Barbara before she shot to the top? Join us as we revel in a reverie, it's my Broadway memory! Hi! Hello! How are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, you know, it's, yes, uh uh-huh. Yes, it's fall. I, that's a very nice fall color you have behind you. It's kind of sand. What, what color is it? From here, it looks like salmon. I call it terracotta. Oh, yes. Yes, like the Spanish uh, roofs. Uh, yes, I call it terracotta. But then if I go like that, it's pink and gray. I love pink backgrounds. And then, well, when you come to shoot, we'll get you in front of the pink background. Jesus Christ. Um, yes. We'll in front of the pink background. But um, these have saved my life instead of like getting on... Um, on ladders. The, the step the step ladder and yeah. changing the background i literally just like it it's just it's just so much easier i go actually and i you know what that color with that shirt would go so much better <laughs> with this and then i just move it it's like scenery from the olden days just I know. wheeling it in right which we love um how welcome your, everybody hi, yes to hi, my everyone. broadway memory you're <laughs> your hosts Idina menzel <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was I was hoping you were not a Dina Menzel. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, hi, hi, I'm Michael. I'm Brian, and uh, we're gonna have some special guests on tonight. But how was your week, Michael? How was your two weeks? I, I was out last week, and I and I heard there was a phenomenal understudy, Remy yes. understudies for me. Yes, um, Remy was really my boyfriend. Remy was really, really good. We had a lot of fun, um, and I didn't think he was going to make it. So I had, um, I, uh, I had asked like two or three people if they wanted to do it, and uh, none of them could do it. But he was, he walked right in and sat down, and the show started. So it like worked out. Awesome. So lovely. And look, Joey, just hi, Joey. Thank you for watching. Um, that's a really good transition. I think we should start with the show. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, we love, uh, we, we have lots of amazing things and stories and, and things to talk about. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, yes. And this episode actually marks our third Broadway for Biden partnership for the month of October. It's the third episode in that little series. Yes. Yes. It's all very exciting. Uh, for those viewers that are, uh, have tuned into every show since we began, uh, we're still keeping with the theme of Broadway memories, but we shall make sure that you have all the information you need to vote, which is so soon. Oh my God. And why you need to vote. hundred percent. It's so important. So we're going to make sure Sure that you have all the information necessary this month. Our goal is to get you, our viewers, to vote as long as you're 18 and live in the United States. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and we're partnering with Broadway for Biden. And uh, before we get started, everyone, remember we love hearing from you. So just like what Joey did at the uh, at the top of the show, comment, make yourself known, join the conversation. We're going to be talking about Broadway. Okay, that's even though Broadway is shut down right now, it will be back. And we also have our memories, so we're keeping it alive. So be a part of the conversation. This show is for you. Uh, so 
ask questions, share stories. And your comments and questions, just like Joey's, could even make it on screen. Yes, yes, yes. So behave, but uh, but also <laughs> comment. Um, uh, so we know we might have new viewers watching. So please follow us on social media because we love interacting with you. Yes, that's at my Broadway memory on Instagram and Facebook and at my B-Way memory on Twitter. Yes, let's get on with the show. Let's and do it. Let's start. I'm actually really giggling at this part because it's like <laughs> this <laughs> this show is just sort of like, yeah, and um, <laughs> but which is like really funny. But um, I like the playbill, um, which is why I, when I pick these playbills for our next segment, I want to learn about these uh, these playbills, these shows that I don't really know about. And then when I do the research, it's kind of like. Oh, there's a reason why. That's why we don't know it. Right, exactly. So let's begin with our brand new segment. Throwback Throwback Thursday. Thursday. We find a way back to them. Oh, thank you. I'm always really excited to see what you come up with for this segment, Michael, uh, because I usually have no clue beforehand. I try not to look at the script, this, this part of the script. So what are we throwing back today? It's Romanoff and Juliet. Romanoff and Juliet <laughs> at which theater? It was at the Plymouth Theater, which is now the Schoenfeld. I love the orange uh, playbill. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's actually kind of why I uh, picked it was because fall. You very, yeah, fall, pumpkins, but you very rarely see the orange. You either see like the gray or the yellow. So it's the um, blue too sometimes. Yeah, and blue, you know, some random things. So I don't know if it had a uh, a meaning. Uh, maybe one of our guests can share that. But um, but yes, this is Romanoff and Juliet. And um, Romanoff and Juliet uh, played the Plymouth Theater, now the Schoenfeld, for 389 performances. It was a comedy about the Cold War in three acts and took place in the main square in the capital city of the smallest country in Europe. And it ran from October 10th, 1957 to September 13th, 1958, which I think by the, those standards, like at that, that time, I think that, that was a pretty, pretty healthy run. Uh, yeah. It was produced by mogul David Merrick, written by Peter Ustinov, incidental music by Harold Rome, ballads by Peter Ustinov and Anthony Hopkins. It starred comedy legend Jack Guilford, known from A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Once Upon a Mattress, and The Diary of Anne Frank. Yes, and it was then turned into a film in 1961. Let's look through the playbill. Yes, um, something that we love to do is seeing what was playing on Broadway at that time. And we have Bells Are Ringing, Jamaica, which was with, um, oh gosh, uh, Lena Horne. But Jamaica was with Lena Horne. Um, look back in anger. Look homeward, angel, my fair lady. Uh, say, darling. Sunrise at wow. Campobello, which I've never heard of, at the court. Uh, the dark at the top of the stairs. Music man. The visit with starring Lenton Fontaine, which is amazing. <laughs> uh, two for the seesaw and West Side Story at the Winter Garden. Oh, that is so cool to see those those musicals that are still part of the you know, or the, when they were just being brought into the zeitgeist. You know, I know it really is amazing. It's like the original production of West Side Story was playing during this time. Like it's just so, <laughs> it's it's just so amazing. But um, yeah, this this uh, play starred Jack Guilford and. Um, and I, I tried researching as much as I could. And truthfully, not much came up. I think it just sort of had an enjoyable run and then sort of went on its merry way to a movie and then did its thing. And now it's in your hand. The and now it's, and now it's in my that. hand. So thank you to the Steinberg family who dropped off about 200 playbills from the bygone era that I um, – was like, how am I going to put these to use? Because they deserve a moment in the spotlight. They have helped us uh, end up where we are now. And we love Broadway and people watching love Broadway. So they deserve and Michael, a moment in the spotlight. Is that a cigarette ad on the, on the back cover? As usual with those older playbills? Less tars, more taste. I love it. Which is how I like to go about my life anyway. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Less we go. cars, more tase. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. That's, it's pretty standard. So that was Romanoff and Juliet. And if you want to learn more or request a musical to be showcased, yes, you can follow us on social media and reach out to us. Uh, we love hearing from you again. Yes. So you can follow us, My Broadway Memory, on Instagram and Facebook, and My B Way Memory on the Twits. Okay, Michael. What do you say we bring on our amazing guests for this evening? Yes, I would do I it. Think that's, I think that's I think it's perfect. Let's do okay, it. our first guest is Kyle Scatliff, and he's been seen on Broadway in The Color Purple, Les Mis, Hamilton, and To Kill a Mockingbird in the West End production of The Scottsboro Boys, where he earned an Olivier Award nomination. Off-Broadway, Kyle's been in As You Like It, Encore's Big River. TV credits include CBS's Bull, NBC's Chicago PD, Marley in A Christmas Carol, the concert with Baltimore Stage uh, with Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. Oh, PBS. and next I have the pleasure of welcoming uh, a gentleman who has become a friend over the years, who I've uh, been able to collaborate with uh, on quite a few things. Tom Viola has been the executive director of Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS since 1996, but has been involved since its inception in 1988. In honor of his exceptional work at Broadway Cares, Tom has been awarded a Tony Honors for Excellence in Theater at the 64th Tony Awards in 2010. So please welcome Kyle Scatliff. And Tom Viola! Hi! Hey. Hey. How are you guys? <laughs> What's up? Good. And how are nice you, to both? See you both? Yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Kyle, I'm just meeting you now. Tom, yeah. we go way back. We do. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? Where are you both calling from? I am calling from New York City. Uh, my dog is currently barking. Archer, I love Archer. you. <laughs> oh, we love a cameo. We love dog cameos. I'll bring him we over to that. say hi soon enough. Yes, please do. <laughs> And I'm calling from uh, I'm calling from upstate New York, just outside of Hudson. And oh. my two dogs who are asleep on the couch across from me, I think if they hear Archer, we may have a chorus of three soon. And then <laughs> and then if uh, Sandwich heard you from the other room, then he would probably come in and join this chorus. This Sandwich, uh, I love that name. Yes, yeah, he is the one. Musical boy. coming up right here. Dogs, exactly. dogs, the musical and the cats. The peaks and the pollicles, <laughs> my friends. The peaks and the pollicles. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> did, Kyle, did you ever do cats? No, no. I'm Tom, never, you... never even seen it. Oh, see. Me neither. I, okay. So now <laughs> um, I actually really like cats, but I think it mm. has to do with the fact that I was in it. So I have an oh. appreciation for it. Tom, mm -hmm. were, Tom, were you a performer in the past? Uh, a bazillion years ago, I went to uh, CCM. As in, I was actually a musical theater major, believe yes! it or not, which I know will scare some people. Um, and, came <laughs> and I came to town like everybody does to be an actor and did that a little bit, primarily out of town and some regional and some dinner theater and some small things here. And then began to make a transition as a freelance writer, which led me to Actors Equity, which led me to this, and here we are. That's amazing. That's amazing. You learn something new every day. Uh, my friends, do you love Broadway? With a passion. <laughs> well, so do we. And we, we talked a little bit about Playbills before we got started. And um, so Michael and I keep our Playbills in these, in these binders. And we I have mine in chronological order. Michael keeps them in some order. Um, but... When we asked you both if you had playbills on hand, I know, Kyle, you had a little pile. And Tom, you said there's a story well, to go with. I, yes, I probably have committed a bit of a sacrilege for this program, but I'm a good deal older than you. And so you may come to this point. Um, I first went to a Broadway show, my first two Broadway shows in 1970. And literally from on a trip to New York when I was like just turned 16 years old. And literally from that point on until about 2000, I kept every playbill I ever of anything I went to, whether it was a tour, an off-Broadway show, Dixon Place, a Broadway show. I had a, two long shelves in my apartment, and I just put them all in order. And finally, about 2000, it had something to do with the turn of the century, maybe, or something. I literally decided I needed to clean. I just needed to purge myself of some things and um one of the things to go i am heartbroken to say and i please you know don't shame me 
was every one of those playbills except for the first two, which if I was in my apartment at 46th and 9th, I would be able to show you. What but were they? They are, they are Promises Promises at, um, where was it, the Schubert Theater, and then 1776 that I saw at the Majestic. Uh, this is literally July of 1970. Wow. Now, what's amazing about holding on to those two when I threw everything else out, this was literally about 2000. And there was a gentleman who I'd gotten to know as an, an older character actor who had been very involved in all of Broadway Care's work in Crazy For You and, and a, a slew of things, how, um, how to succeed, um, and was currently in Annie Get Your Gun. And when I picked up the playbill from Promises, Promises, a buck slip fell out of it for an understudy. And it said, at this performance, the role of something will be played by Ron, R-O-N-N, Carroll. And I literally just went, oh my God, I know Ron Carroll now. Ron Carroll is this great friend of Broadway Cares 30 years later. And it just felt like this incredible circle of like my first Broadway show leading me to what that time was my moment on, you know, working on Broadway at that time. And I literally took the buck slip and went over to the theater and I said, Ron, I just have to show you. We actually met 30 years ago when I was 16 <laughs> at, the, at the Majestic Theater. And so you had to hold on to that one. I did. I, I, I'll never throw those two out. That's amazing. So did you donate the uh, did you donate the playbills to like the flea or did you get the did, did you bring them somewhere else? Where, where did you where did oh, you? No. Know he's going to he's going to make us feel. Oh, no, no, we don't want to know. No, I mean, we, <laughs> no, we don't want to know. Here's the thing about the Broadway flea market. We get offers for playbills all the time. And what right. folks and God, God bless folks who make donations to Broadway cares of things for the flea market. They are invaluable. But. I do get the sense that sometimes folks like I did just want to clean off two huge shelves and want us to come over and pick them up. So <laughs> we really sell, we love the signed ones uh, and, and actually some very vintage ones, but um, we don't really take whole playbill collections much anymore. Hmm. Mm. So, okay. It's, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's that okay. Okay. It's okay. I, you know, someone else might have, Romanoff and Juliet somewhere. Exactly. And, and so you know, <laughs> I love that. That's that's okay. No shame. I know Romanoff and Juliet. Romanoff and Juliet. Uh, well, what's so funny is like I love variations on a on a Romeo and Juliet. Like I what I really love the musical Me and Juliet, which is uh one of Rogers and Hammerstein's lesser known musical, but there's some really great songs in the show. It just wasn't it wasn't a hit. It wasn't a, a part of the, but it's a really good cast album. I enjoy it. <laughs> so listen to me and Juliet. And then there's the new show in the West End, which is. Yeah, Juliet and, and I. And, and Juliet. Juliet. And Juliet. And um, speaking of West West End, when we get to Kyle, we're going to talk about the West End. But, um, but uh, and Juliet. And I was like, try, I was like, I was like looking at the album and there's, um, uh, a Backstreet Boy song in yeah. there. So I think it's... It's all jukebox, yeah. It, I think it's all jukebox, but it sounds amazing. Like, oh, I would love... Yeah. Sounds interesting. I know. I, I listened to it once. See it. Re yeah, it's it's kind of epic. Do you remember which Backstreet Boy song? Yeah, it's... Oh. All you people, can't you see, can't oh. you see? How yeah, it's like epic. <laughs> and they do a lot of mashups. Larger than life. Larger than life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the uh, the one where they're in like Halloween, like they're wolves and everything in the castle in the in the music video? Isn't that one? All you people can see the Backstreet Boys video. Yeah, it's a music video. They're in an actual like it's almost as if they're in Dracula's castle, but it's kind of like a thrillerish kind of video, if I remember correctly. It was one of my favorite songs from Backstreet Boys. Well, it could it be a very video. timely video for this time of year. Yeah, I'm I do. If that's that song or a different one. <laughs> um, that's that's. I'll I'll look that up. I mean, I love that yeah. song. When that song came out, I was like dancing on the snack tables in third grade to that song. I remember that song was my jam. <laughs> that song was definitely my jam. Brian, you're gonna say something. 
No, I was going to say, I'm actually going to skip the memory because I think we were, I think we're rolling with memories. I think we could just go right to Kyle's memory. Yeah, that's a good, that's okay. a good transition. Yeah, that's a good transition. So all right. you have a nice little stack of playbills there. And is this a particular stack or is this all you have wherever you are? This is the stack of playbills that I basically still have from wherever I am. Because I'm, I, there are more playbills at my house in New Jersey where I grew up that are, that have not made the transition to to with me to life in New York. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's a bunch that are still in my house. So these are this is probably every playbill that I've every show I think I've seen for the past three or four years while still working. So like not a lot of them, but as much as I can muster. <laughs> um, you want to see them all? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's see it. Oh, okay. See, we so got we some got, pride bills in there. So we got a Comet. Love great that. Comet here. Good old great mm -hmm. Comet. Uh, Doll's House Part 2. Love that one. So Love that. Uh, Evan Hansen. Got to see Ben. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saigon. Saigon Revival. Great Revival. SpongeBob uh, SquarePants. Love Spongebob. Which honestly was way better than I was ever anticipating. Yes. So like you know, like they make a musical about a about a about a sponge and you think, oh, could this happen? I just go I just I love, love going to see a show where there's so many kids and yeah. they're experiencing theater for the first time possibly. It was I actually really enjoyed it. And like the set was amazing. Bikini Bunny yeah. set was insane. Yeah. Uh, then the last two, of course, are Sunset Boulevard. Another show Great at the place. palace. Yes, and come from away. Um, so those are the ones I have. I think the story I'm going to tell actually will probably be come from away. Love it. So this one actually uh, really interesting. So uh, I got to see both of these shows because of a um, a raffle that happened in Seattle, Washington. So yeah, I know, strange. Let me explain the story. <laughs> so. What happened was uh, I was asked to the Fifth Avenue Theater and they were doing a raffle for their for their new season. Like, you know, they you know, have an auction and, and they have auctioneers and uh, they have this whole event that they do at the Fifth. And, I, and they were like, do you want to come and help host it? And I was like, sure, why not? I worked there a couple of times. So flew all the way over, helped host it. And there was a specific package there was to go to uh, Company, uh Sunset Boulevard and go to the Tony Awards. Oh. And come from away with the night before the Tony Awards that you would watch it. And I was like selling the hell out of this package. <laughs> like, guys, you don't understand. As actors, we don't always even get to go to the Tony Awards. Like, this is a really special thing. You get two shows as a part of the package. Like, you know, not every actor on Broadway ever sat in the seats at Radio City to even watch the show. Like, went on and on and on. Uh, and uh, this lady whose name I do not remember at this moment. But I will get back get back to it later. Uh, she bought it, right? She bought it, and she was like, "Oh, I bought it because you made it sound so awesome." And I'm like, "Thanks, great." I was like, "I'm so glad. I hope you have a great time." She's like, "I'm gonna give it to you." And I said, "Why?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And like, she's a patron of the fifth. She's always been a patron of the fifth, so she was going to give money anyway. So she was like, you was talking about like you never even gone and sat and watched the Tony. So I wanted you to actually go be able to do it. Oh. And I was like, ah, like, you know, like just how could someone be so generous um, in such a way? So I got to go. My, me and my fiance went. We watched Come From Away night before the Tonys. Like it was the one of the most electric things I'd ever seen in my life because um members of the actual cast, the actual people that played them were there watching the show that night as well. Um, and, you know, even the songs that were coming towards the end, like they all knew it and they were all singing it in the audience. It was an amazing experience. It was so crazy. It was my first time seeing the show actually the night before the Tony Awards. And there was actually really, and I would say this to anyone that can get a chance to go see any show the night before the Tonys that are nominated for for Tonys, it is quite an electric evening for those shows because you see them put not only everything they'd already be pu been putting into it, but like any of the nervousness or the excitement of the Tonys or all of that stuff comes right along with it. And it becomes uh, quite, quite an experience. 
Um, and not they're probably running on fumes because they're yeah, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exhausted by then. And it's like you get nothing but just like the raw performance, like just nothing but like all, the last bit they can give you. It's a uh, quite quite amazing. Did um, you keep in touch with the person who gave you those seats? I have and, talked to her before since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've gone work. I've worked at the fifth uh, again since as well. Um, there, there was the first. Fifth Avenue Theater was the first uh, big theater uh, that's like what, like a tier one theater that gave me like a chance. Like, so I did like Judd Fry in Oklahoma there. And it's my first time playing a house that big or uh, being around people uh, as highly used professional as they all were. And it was, uh, I think of it as like my, my homely theater city, Aww. like my home theater city. Um, yeah. I know you, you usually do these playbills and you, is there like a list of the of the actual shows that happened in that season? I saw you at reading the, that in the video. At the end, there's usually the one of the last pages that'll have a nice oh. nice little grid. Yeah, there's a little now playing back here. Yeah, yeah. So that year it was come from away, great comet, dear Evan Hansen, and yeah. uh, something uh, else. Kinky Boots was still on Broadway, and uh, Kinky Boots, Cat, as Bernadette Cat, Peter said, Cats was still there. Anastasia. Uh, Wicked Lion King 1984 in Marvin's room. So that's interesting. Um, <laughs> it's so wild. It's so weird to look back on these playbills and like all the stuff that's in it. Like, it, there's a good comfort way picture. Oh, I love that yeah. picture. Yeah, that picture is one of my favorites. Um, yeah, this the direction of the show, especially, was one of my favorite things I'd uh, ever seen on stage. The direction and the choreography and the way that they mixed mixed all of that together and the characters and this also this is one of those playbills of course where because it's so close to the tonys it has right. all of the tony nominations oh yeah yeah, yeah. in here so this speaking is like of tonys of the nominations yeah. were today yes they yeah. were what yeah. do you guys think it's an odd day because there's only three yeah <laughs> three people. yeah I- I mean, it's great to, you know, honor a lot of the people that put in a lot of hard work that probably won't get to be honored for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, I wish I could show you three, you three young gentlemen, the two yes. playbills that I have at my apartment in New York. I, because I think you'd them. be surprised because as opposed to the color that pops, Kyle, from those playbills that you were showing us, playbills mm-hmm. at that time, I can remember this, were literally printed, you know, black and white. Um, mm. You know, and and, and the, the the logo for um, seventeen seventy six, the original one, which was the eagle popping out of that half an egg, yeah. again was printed in black and white. And I can remember distinctly, promises, promises was on a white field, in just black ink. Promises, promises with that woman who sort of yeah. was a little bit sort of with her legs <laughs> with her legs kicking up. But when I did look at those again, like what's now twenty years ago, before I threw everything else out, I did look through them. And what really amazed me was to see, as you were doing, Kyle, what else Mm. was playing. Because unfortunately, my 16-year-old sense of the theater, I I think I went to Promises in 1776 because a friend of the kid I was traveling with, uh, we got twofers at some some place, you know, at a store, these little like blue tickets that got you a half-price ticket. So we probably paid $2.75 for these tickets. But what else was playing at that time that I remember distinctly was Follies and Company. (laughs) That I wish wish my 30-year-old self would have whispered to my 16-year-old self at that time, those, you really want to go see those. (laughs) So where did you um, live that you came uh, in specifically for those two shows? Uh, Pittsburgh. Well, I didn't come in specifically for the two or shows. I, lived, I, I'm from, I was from Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And okay. To make this very short, this friend of mine, who was also 16 at the time, our mothers decided that we could make a trip to Pittsburgh, by, Pittsburgh to New York City by ourselves because we were going to stay with this my friend Mark's mother's friend who was a nun in a convent up by the George Washington Bridge. And they literally figured these nuns would keep an eye on us and keep us in line. Little did they know you made it to the theater. What what, what we got there was they handed us each a key and they said, boys, have a good time. This key won't even open this door at one o'clock in the morning. So just make sure you're back by then. (laughs) 
<laughs> and literally for the next five days, we just ran around and, and had, an, had an extraordinary oh, wow. time. Um, went to Johnny Carson. I mean, did all did all these things and managed to get ourselves to these these two plays. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, We were talking about the Palace Theater, uh, and um, I was just down uh, in Times Square yesterday because I'm working on a music video with the Skivvies, and... um, we filmed in Times Square and it's so wild to see the palace theaters construction, mm-hmm. you know, and like thinking like that's where Judy was at the palace, like at the mm-hmm. palace, that's, that's the palace. And just like, all, like, so it, it's, uh, I mean, with vaudeville, you know, Fanny Bryce, Eddie Cantor, so many different amazing people that have performed the palace. And the fact that there is a mall, they are yeah. destroy. They are destroying it to build a mall to rebuild it. Yes, we will still have the palace, but that was such I, a beautiful theater. I really, right. well, I, I really saw, like, like lifting or something, right? Isn't and that inside what, what has been landmarked. What? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the interior in- is landmarked, so hopefully they will be able to safely lift that up, and yeah. all of that extraordinary history about what happened inside that theater will indeed be preserved. And mm. speaking of history, we do have um, Alan, our amazing uh, uh, engineer and co-producer of uh, Broadway Podcast Network, loaded up the two Playbill covers oh, cool. for Promises of Promises and 1776 oh. so we can hey. see them right now. Yeah. So th- there yes, we go. That's love a- it. Exactly. There are those legs. <laughs> yes, there are those legs. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's it. Exactly. Amazing. Oh, I think the patriotic cover of this is a great segue into our next segment, which, well, we're going to get to some games and a Q and A, but I think it's time to start talking Biden. Kyle, you know that show. You know that song, Kyle. I had to press tap for sound, and I only heard about five seconds. <laughs> oh, it was like, it, it was, do you like, hear the people sing? I'm just like, da, 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 yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all That's all you got. I love that's that. That's all I got. I, oh. I'm obsessed. Oh, um, as a reminder, we are partnering with the fabulous folks at Broadway for Biden to ensure that we are all united and aware of where to vote, how to vote, all that jazz. So, um. So Kyle and Tom, let's talk about how you have been staying active during this um, very interesting time. Tom, do you want to start? Sure. Um, My focus, I have to be honest with you, particularly in my role as um, executive director at Broadway Cares, is not so much, again, in this professional role, to encourage people around any one candidate or party, but I am hell-bent on making sure that everyone, however they feel about this, votes. That they are registered, that they know how to go about it, that if they're mailing their their, their ballot in, they're doing that correctly. Um, I am encouraging folks to make sure they talk to their family and friends out of state, particularly for, for all of us outside here of New York, um, that folks are taking advantage of this most essential privilege and registering to vote. Uh, Broadway Cares has been working specifically with um, Belt to Vote and also with an organization called We Are. Uh, again, 
to help facilitate just the process of registering to vote. At that point, then we drop out and we go, we know you'll do the right thing, but make sure you have an ability to express to, to express that decision. Right. And be proactive about these Absolutely. things because Absolutely. deadlines have already passed in some yep. states. I know I'm, I live in New Jersey and I believe it was two days ago the deadline was to register to vote in New Jersey. And I'm, I've already submitted my mail-in ballot because in New Jersey, um, the governor has, has done a, an executive order to um, mandate mail-in ballots uh, unless you're disabled or, uh, or don't get a ballot in the mail and have to go in person. So mine is off. Good. I'm voting in person. Me too. November, November 3rd. I want that sticker. Um, <laughs> I know. They really should have packed them in the envelopes. I, I really would have liked one. Yeah. yeah. I'll they get you guys. That. That's too bad. I'll get you a sticker, Brian. I'll it's get... really. I guess it would have been a lot of money. Yeah. I, but I did, I, I did call. I did call uh, multiple times and make sure that. I am registered to vote. I know if I do choose to vote early, where to go, and I know where to go to vote on November 3rd. So, and that you can go by uh, to IWillVote.org. Let me, it's IWillVote.com. It's IWillVote.com. And you can check your voter registration and make sure that everything's good and on the same page because you don't want to leave that last minute. And Kyle, how have you been staying politically active uh, during this time? Yeah, I uh, I phone banked with Broadway for Biden. It was good times. Um, it was actually really interesting because when I first uh, I got the idea from good old Nick Walker, one of my one of my very good friends who did Hamilton together. Uh, of course, he is currently uh, uh, doing lovely specials with Whoopi Goldberg. Did you see that? The, I have Here's. not watched it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it. Yeah, I he had done it and he was talking about how it how, you know, he was scared to try it at first because it, it's a really kind of scary thing. You don't know the people you're calling. I'm also the kind of person like kind of weirds me out because I'm like, oh, I don't know who I'm calling someone's random number. I hope they don't curse me out when I when they pick a phone <laughs> like um, and he did it. And he talked about how easy it actually was uh, to do it and how it actually was way more laid back and more uh, fun than he could have ever imagined so then we all tried it together um and then i've done it twice so far i did it with a couple of people in hamilton and also on another monday night fully with broadway for biden and it was really um it actually was just as fun as he was talking and it was interesting to call people in arizona and to you know get you get a hold of some people a lot of the times you don't get old people because they don't either pick up or they just you know i could imagine i'm the same way i look at my phone i don't know the number i don't pick up the phone um but i talked to two people specifically that uh gave me gave me a bit of happiness because i you know you're talking to them you're like are you registered and they're like yes and like do you know who you're voting for and they're like yes and i was like okay great you ask them specifically who they're voting for and they're like yes i'm voting for biden and you're like yes Thank you so much. Now, one thing I heard that was um, a very, it was a very interesting conversation. It was actually with someone who I, who didn't want to say who he was voting for, but you could tell that he, he had previously voted for the president that, that we have now, because you could tell in the way he was, I was talking to him and I said, okay, are you planning on voting this year? And he kind of paused and was like, I don't know. And that's where I went. All right, then. Like, cause, like for me, it kind of, um, I, I find this time period to be so kind of chaotic of what we're living in this moment. And I'm hoping for this moment of normalcy to come back to, to just to America in general. Um, and uh, I've been, and where I'm actually phone banking again with them on November 2nd. Uh, and it's going to be a very special phone bank that I cannot tell you what it is. But it's actually rather special. Um, so look out for that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a really big, uh, really big deal, I think. Um, but I, I've always kind of had this spirit of politics in my system about like, you know, we have to pay attention to where the world is going and what, what we are doing to affect not only the world, but the people that we live next to, our neighbors, um, people that are Americans that we may not agree with either. 
like all of us have to come together in some sort of way in order to live in this place like because we have to there's no way anyone's leaving we're going to be here together um so i found that this year uh instead of in 2016 i was kind of more on the sidelines watching and then this year i've gotten much way more proactive than usual um by helping out so uh and also cool enough my my fiance's brother who's staying over with us right now he's actually phone banking every single day paid to do it like wow. his job um so nice. everyone in this household is is running with the flag i keep I, I got les mis on the wall over there and i have to like live up to what i'm seeing <laughs> yeah you know one of the sweetest moments that i experienced during this whole process of how we can all be engaged in the election in addition to making sure that we vote ourselves is um, a guy named Josh Daniel, who I knew when he was on the tour of um, the Book of Mormon. Mormon. Love Josh. Uh, I didn't realize that Josh had gone to CCM a good many years after I did, but that just last week he was bringing together, I don't know, I think there were about 50 recent CCM graduates, College Conservatory of Music graduates in Cincinnati, to phone bank. And they were literally calling all over the country. I mean, not just calling folks here in New York where, where, where we pretty much know how things will go. Um, and he asked me to come by and just talk to folks about, uh, to thank them, but also about how important it was that they were doing this. And uh, it was amazing and really very moving to me to see these very young faces. I mean, kids who literally just graduated in the last 10 years on the phones, reaching out, as you were saying, Kyle, to folks that they didn't even really know how their message was gonna be received. And yeah. I could see in the chat, some of the responses that they that they were getting. And I have to say, I think they actually, they, they did a lot of good at reminding people to vote, uh, encouraging folks to vote, and in some cases, um, taking some guff from people who were not happy to hear from them. Um, yeah. But it, it, it takes a, a great, a great tremendous amount of, of will and courage to make to make those kind of calls. Mm -hmm. I was yeah, so proud I, of them. Because that nope. actually um crazy enough. Like when we did uh when I did the phone thing with Broadway for Biden, that was one of the more surprising things was that everyone was so young. Um and that that made me feel even better about what was happening. Um because even doing Hamilton going around the country Every single city we went to, and if we had a, a, a matinee for the, a student matinee, and we would have talkbacks, and like in the talkback, we were all trying to be uh, to give them as much as much knowledge to know that this country is theirs, mm. that that they, they should be involved. Um, and I and I always kept trying to tell them the ages of the founding fathers, even when they made the constitution it was they and most people most of them didn't know they were that young um and that to know that their voices do matter uh, mm -hmm. and to see a lot of young people going into all of this like full force is uh has made me really proud honestly happy and proud to see it yeah well i think we also learned a really hard lesson um in 2016 that mm -hmm. elections matter um i think there are folks who sat out 2016 I will even say wasted their vote on a third party mm -hmm. or pouted because someone that they supported in the primary didn't necessarily end up the candidate and mm -hmm. figured, you know what, I can just kind of flip this off and it'll be okay. And what we have learned over the last three and a half years is it has not been okay. And that was mm -hmm. intensely close and should not have gone the way it did. Mm -hmm. And, I, and um, I do really believe, and I think those CCM recent graduates prove that is that folks understand as they didn't four years ago how important not only their vote is but this entire process is that literally this is probably the most important election of our lifetime and uh to not stand up and take charge of your future by just exercising that one most basic right is really um a sin yeah and we also have to be kind and empathic towards each yes. other you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, uh, because I was at the other end of a, uh, of a phone banking call and <laughs> obviously I know who I'm voting for and why. And, and, um, and, uh, and so I, uh, you know, this person called me and, uh, there's a been a bunch of numbers calling over the past four years. Like all of a sudden everyone has my phone number and like, it's like spam numbers and this and this company and this, I'm like, how did you even get my number? So, 
and once in a while I'll answer them. And uh, I answered this one and it was a phone bank. And um, <clears throat> this person was so nervous and they were literally like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to know, are you registered page turn to vote? <laughs> and like, you know, it was like so cute. And I was like, and I was literally like, yes, of course. And you're like, okay, um, do you mind who, uh, do you mind if I ask who you're um, voting for? And it was like the trembling. And I was like, hey, and I literally was like, hey, you got this. You're okay. He's like, thanks so much. You're literally the first person I'm calling. <laughs> and I was like, Michael Christian, top of the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who you got my number from or why or how, but like, I was like, you're okay. You're okay. And and it went on. It went on because I think he was, he was, asking a lot of redundant questions. It was like, I am voting. I, I am voting. I know who I'm voting for. I am registered. <laughs> and I was like, you can go to the next person now. But, um, but it, was, it was, I was like, you don't need to worry about me, babe. I'm good. I'm good. So it was very cute. It was very sweet. I've had a call like that too. Like um, I was talking to this guy and he, he seemed like he was scared to answer me. Only because like, I, I like, you know, like, no one wants to i think because of the, the state of what we think politics, what it looks like right now people are expecting to be yelled at like immediately um mm. and i i even like was talking to this guy and he, he was like oh i'm going to be voting for trump and i literally just said bro that's okay <laughs> like i didn't even get i was like look i was like i, I said why and i was like ah, exactly you're like you know that's what you're thinking like i don't know why but it's like or if they said like oh, I or i did or i don't want to vote there was one girl who was really nervous to tell me that she wasn't planning on voting and i was like listen i know you're probably like i don't and she said she was a nurse I'm like, i get it life is crazy for you right now you're just chill like you know i i at the same time as i felt like i was helping people hopefully get on the right track in voting i felt like i was being therapist about voting for in that one like second where they had to like no like don't worry they're not, everyone from another side is not going to scream at you like we're gonna i'm going to talk to you like just a normal person so i'm going to just talk to you about the information about like if you wanted to change your mind why would you want to change your mind and things like of that nature um because some sometimes it's harder to you know give go to people with love first so that they won't immediately expel venom at you uh so yeah. well i think the phone banking also makes it makes people feel that it's safe to vote that in, mm -hmm. even that it's safe for them to vote who they might be considering voting for um but perhaps there are folks around them who are not voting in the same way and that phone call can literally give them the courage the gumption to mm -hmm. go do what they really want to do because they won't yeah. they don't feel like they're walking to that polling place alone right yeah. Yeah. And and I I just really, really, really hope that I hope that there's no shenanigans happening uh walking yep, into the please. poll. You know what I mean? Yep. Speaking yep, of walking yep. into a polling place. So um on that note, uh, you know, the, with uh because we are partnering with Broadway for Biden, we gotta share with some ways that people can get involved. And um, you know, uh, on Monday, this coming Monday, um there's a, a night talking about religious freedom with the cast of Indecent and the band's visit and mm -hmm. uh, the watch party uh, for the town hall with Broadway sessions is tonight. So um, we will, uh, we will be able to give you the links that you can. ABC. Yeah. Yes, and then a next Wednesday a on the 21st um, Broadway for Biden's presenting in our America, which is a concert, a concert for the soul of the nation. And there's some like really awesome folks attached to that, this concert. Yes. So thank you, my friends for talking about uh, voter mo mobilization and registration and, and how important it is to go. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh and so that was uh, that was our little our little active uh, active chat. So so thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, and if you're looking uh, to join Broadway for Biden's amazing efforts to get uh, to get Biden <laughs> White House, you can head to broadwayforbiden.com to see which events you can attend. Um, and uh, 
we for every week in the month of October, we will be encouraging our listeners to get out and vote or vote by mail on November 3rd. So um, October is Broadway for Biden month. Um, we'll continue to have amazing Broadway guests, share amazing memories, but we'll be we'll be uh, talking real for a second. So, yeah. so thank you, thank you. Okay. And if you did. lost my place on the script i'm so that's sorry okay. <laughs> um, I heard, I heard, I heard that okay yeah yeah, yeah. Like, if you happen whoa. to just be strolling by this uh this live stream uh please comment below make yourself known we love hearing from you and from those that are watching so feel free to be a part of the conversation uh before we continue with some games uh what do you say we do a q a we love a q a all right. Each week, we give our friends <laughs> on Instagram the opportunity. I, th I think I sense a new intro, Michael. Uh, but I, that's gonna we should make a new one. We should. Um, we're going to ask our we ask our guests some questions uh, from folks on Instagram. So this question is for Kyle from Ben J on our Instagram page. Kyle, what's the main difference between performing in the West End and on Broadway? Okay, so there's a. Uh... Three things. One of them is funny. Uh, the difference of uh, places and beginners. Beginners, please. I always love that. They say beginners there. Um, I love that. <laughs> not places. Um, everyone has to come to the theater for a uh, for the warm up. So no one warms up by themselves and then shows up half an hour before the show. You come an actual hour before the show and there's a half an hour warm up that everyone does together. Then you have the half hour. Um, that was one of the uh, funnier things to me just because I it, it was really cool because everyone stuff together but it was also kind of make, makes you laugh because then you're like do you gotta trust that everyone's gonna do this <laughs> uh, but it's about but the that, community darling it's about the community <laughs> um and uh, one of the cooler things which worked in my own advantage is that off west end and west end are all in the olivier's together uh where oh. broadway and broadway do have separate award shows um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that was, uh, but you know, it's, but then that, of course, would, if we did that here, that would be such a gigantic slice to like, you know, slice it all the way down. I think it would be kind of cool to see what would happen. Um, but that was really the main differences, uh, hmm. that I remember off the top of the head. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, no problem. Beginners. Yes, and Beginners. so Tom, this next question, yes, no problem. Um, Tom, this next question <laughs> yes. is for you from Jane on Instagram. What is your most touching memory you've experienced while working with Broadway Cares? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, uh, it's uh, what comes to mind immediately. I mean, there are so many because so much of what we do is filled with emotion and heart and comes from the soul. So there are moments literally every day that come, that come by. But truly one of the most outstanding was the opening number uh, for the Easter Bonnet competition that we first did, we did for the, for the first time in the New Amsterdam Theater. The Lion King had just opened in October of 97 and we were moving the Easter Bonnet competition from the palace to the New Amsterdam, uh, what would have been in April of 1998. And when we went over to look at this extraordinary, this gorgeous theater that just, just reverberates with history, um, we thought about the Ziegfeld Follies and the Ziegfeld Girls, who had been a part of those shows literally decades before. And then serendipity would have it, when we were in the process of putting the shows together, I got a call from a gentleman who ran the Ziegfeld, what was that called the Ziegfeld Club. And he said, would you ever be interested in doing anything with, I have five ladies who danced in the Follies. Now he wasn't even knowing about the Easter Bonnet competition. He had no idea. And literally this light bulb went off and I thought, oh my God. Um, we contacted Chris Catelli, uh, who was choreographing the opening, uh, opening number that year. And we came up with an idea to incorporate five of those women who were all literally in their early, late 80s into their early 90s. And Chris created this amazing number where across the stage, their photos from the, from the Follies and like the teens and the 20s glided across the stage. And as they continued to glide, the, the women as they were then literally were behind those photographs. 
And the audience got immediately that they were seeing them then and now, and they literally lost their minds. We about blew the roof off. And I can also remember the rehearsal that we, where we watched, where we added the ladies to the, to the number, Doris Eaton, Travis and Dana and a number of. Were you, you cut out for like two seconds. Oh, oh. We, we, yeah. we, were, we were all in tears um, yeah. watching these. And Doris Eaton Travis, who at 96 joined us that year, continued to be a part of the Easter Bonnet for the next 10 years for the yeah. opening number until she was 106. Wow. 106. I mean, she was amazing. She was our heart and soul. And uh, we, we just loved seeing her. Amazing history. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jaw dropped. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. If you can go to YouTube or, or ever ever find that the, the the recording of that opening number, Easter Bonnet 98, it'll blow your socks off. I and will it, be watching and make, that and make tonight. Cry. Oh I'll be watching that tonight. Speaking of crying, the amazing um video of the Broadway family on the steps of TKTS in yes. Times Square. That was, mm. oh God, it's, it's, it's so emotional. It's so beautiful. And um, oh my God, thank you so much for answering yes. this question. Thank you guys. Mm. I'm sure thank everybody's you really- for asking. Yeah. Thank you, of course. Yeah. So I, I think it's that time for a game. I know we haven't played a game in a couple weeks, but I, I think these fellows are going to be interested in this one. Yeah, so let's see what game we have this week. <laughs> it's a dangerous game. All Come right. On. This one is called Presidents oh. on Broadway. Okay. Okay. Wow. And you see, look, I got 1976 or 1776 right in the middle. Yeah. There you go. Brian, Brian, do you know that show? I actually don't know that show. It's one of my favorites. It's But it's I am excited about a revival. Yes. yes. An all female revival. An all I female identifying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. So who wants to go first? We're going to put some uh, classic presidential characters from musicals and maybe plays. I don't remember what was on here. I made this a couple of weeks ago um, on the screen. And you'll have to just say which president it was and from what okay. show. Okay. Sure. Okay, who wants to go first? Uh, I, I will go first. I'll, say, I'll okay. take a <laughs> <laughs> ah, What president uh, do we have here? Well, it's... Well, it's George. Good old George Washington. Hamilton. Good old George. Yes, good old George. You know, you know that show. Chris Jackson. Oh, yeah, I know that. Chris, yes, good old Chris is awesome. Indeed. Tom. Oh, uh, that is FDR. Yes, um, I couldn't find it. Roosevelt from Annie. Yeah, I couldn't find a picture of FDR, or I guess a close enough one from the uh, from any of the productions on Broadway. Sure. So I just used the movie, one of them. Oh, 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 um, Andrew Jackson. Bloody, Jackson. bloody Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this play. Um, Lyndon, that, that's a Brian Cranston as Lyndon Baines Johnson in All the Way. Exactly. Yes. Oh, huh. that is good. That is good old Chicky Davis, Richard Nixon and uh, Frost Nixon. Very yes. good. So. Which was my first play on Broadway in 2006. Really? Mm-hmm. I said, I sat front row center with my grandma. Oh my and then, and then what's amazing was, um, and uh, uh, oh yeah, but one of the women in the show then was a client of mine many, many years later. I was doing her headshots and I, I was like, so tell me, we were talking and she's like, I did a play of Frost Nixon on Broadway. I was like, that was my first play on Broadway. And it was, and I totally kicked out. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't know much about it until I was researching it for this little game, and it sounds so interesting. Oh, it's a great play. Yeah. And it's, you know yeah, what? I wish it, I got it, the it's, a, to play. it's an excellent movie as well. And you can, and both Michael Sheen and Frank Langella are in the movie, so you can mm-hmm. really get a sense of how brilliant the play was. Mm. Sh- Shira Gregory was the was the actress that I had the pleasure of photographing and seeing oh. in the show. That's that's who it was. I just couldn't think, but it's an amazing play, and I think it's being produced virtually or someone yeah. oh, I think yeah. it's you'll have a we'll chance work. to do well um I'll tell you in two seconds hold on frost Nixon uh, new, news let's see um 
nope, nothing's really coming up. So, okay, <laughs> we'll see. Keep you updated. <laughs> this next one is for you, Tom. Okay, that's John Adams, of course, and um, Martha Jefferson and Ben Franklin from 1776. Indeed, I love I, that. This ended up being yours. Yes, indeed. Considering you <laughs> talked about it earlier. I probably saw them in the show. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Will Ferrell as George H.W. Oh, just George W. Oh, George W. Yes. Bush. George um, W. What is the show? I actually don't remember the name of the It's a... Oh, oh, a, oh, fair. It's like, uh, you're welcome, America. Oh, you're welcome, oh, you're America. Welcome, America. Exactly. <laughs> you're welcome, America. You're welcome, America. Oh, yes. Tom, this one's for you. This one's a little harder, but actually, yes. I haven't seen it, but I know what it it's is. It's very, my, uh, very. My fiance saw it. I saw it as well. I'm very recent. Dumped. This okay, is, so know, let's say very John, recent. But... Okay. And let's say it's the same playwright as A Doll's House Part 2, which we talked mm -hmm. about earlier. Right. I mean, that's John Lithgow, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's Lithgow and Metcalf. Yes. Um, it, I, you know what? You've got me. I'm, gonna, I'm guessing Lyndon Baines Johnson, but I'm not sure. No. Kyle, take this one. It's Hillary and Clinton. Yeah. Oh, Bill Clinton. Yep, Bill Clinton. There you go. Okay. I missed that one. Sorry about that. The that's, play, I mean, not okay. the answer. This is uh, very obscure, but I'm sure you'll get the president. Yes. I mean, yes. Oh, wait, am I answering there? I was talking. Yeah, about sure. Kyle. Um, well, it's 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 Lincoln. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> Do you happen to know Tom or Michael? I, I, I want to say it's young Abe. It's was it young Abe Lincoln. I mean, it's Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Great, crazy story oh. about about Lincoln's assassination. So, um, so at the Ford's Theater, uh, they initially thought that the actors in the show were in on the assassination, and so for the next like few days, they had the actors report back to the theater and like run through the show while the investigators were backstage and throughout the audience figuring out where the actors were at the time of, oh, which okay. I think is like, I think calls for like an amazing, like noises off style farce to yes. write. Like the whole, Oh God, that would That's be so interesting. Dynamite. You know, like the cops just getting in the yeah. way and like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I, no, it does sound very interesting. Yeah. And I think this oh. is our last one. Well I, well, I think I know oh, that Tom, this, well. this is for you, Tom. Is that me? That's Thomas <laughs> Jefferson, of course, and David Diggs, who was brilliant. Yes, he is. That's it for our game. Uh, hey. hey. You guys did great. Guys. Yeah. That, was, that, wasn't, that wasn't too easy, so that was pretty good. Yeah. I was actually I was way more scared than, the, <laughs> than when it started. I was like, oh, I actually know them pretty well. Actually, not bad. That wasn't bad. Um, my friends, that was, that was so much fun. Uh, unfortunately we do have to wrap, but, um, if you want to pitch where we can find you on social media or anything, or any events, that's or coming any up. events. Yeah. Now's your time. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Sir black a lot is name. Yes. It's a joke. <laughs> I'll explain the joke if you follow me. Um, <laughs> but, and, uh, that's it. That's where you can find me. You can find me on Facebook, Tom Viola, certainly. And you can go especially to broadwaycares.org, O-R-G, and check out everything that we're doing, the fundraising, the grant making. We've got a fabulous event, virtual event coming up on October 29th at 8 o'clock. It's Jay Armstrong Johnson, the Sanderson sisters, and I got a spell on you. It is going to be a fabulous and outrageous, glorious uh, Halloween show. So check us out. Nice. Yes. Nice. Amazing. 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 Thank you so much for, sure. uh, for being here. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Michael, that was such Thank a great, this is such a great show. Uh, Kyle and Tom, thanks so much for coming on. And as welcome. a reminder, keep in touch with us, uh, at my Broadway memory, uh, by following us on social media. Yep. We're at, uh, at my Broadway memory on Instagram and Facebook and at my B-Way memory on the Twitter. We post, we, we, retweet redo whatever you kids do you can always reach out to us because we're very good at replying 
<laughs> and as always, uh, thank you to our amazing team at the Broadway Podcast Network, Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, and Katie Rosen. Yes. Have a great week, everyone. Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.